Hey, this is Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and you're listening to PF's Tape Recorder. And I've been on that show. It's a good show, I think. I have to, I'm still figuring out how to listen to podcasts. Hello there, I'm PF, this is my tape recorder. Coming up, comedian Wendy Liebman is best mates with an 80s new wave pop icon. Since then, I've become her co-host on her radio show. The show is called Unbound. I'm her comedic sidekick and we just have a blast. Find out who Wendy's friend is and what they're up to. We'll also play a brand new track from that artist, so stay tuned for that. It's a double dose of I Thought It Was Funny, but first, as always, fake news. And now, fake news with me. Black Friday shopping deals are starting early this year. In some cases, the discounts will be offered one week before the doors open for crowds of shoppers. Walmart plans to offer deals on some toys and electronics starting this past Friday. Sears and Kmart also are advertising special discounts one week early for its rewards customers. Walmart, Best Buy, and Target are among the retailers that will have deep discounts on TV sets. All retailers are prepping us henceforth for... Black Thursday, hoping it will one day replace Thanksgiving as a national holiday, which really is only good for grocery stores anyway, right? A meteorite found last year in the Sahara Desert is likely the first recognized piece of ancient Martian crust, a study reports this week. The Mars meteorite NWA 7533 is 4.4 billion years old and contains evidence of a long-ago asteroid strike, suggesting that the rock came from the red planet's ancient and cratered southern highlands, researchers said. In addition to iron and nickel, the crust contains some graham cracker. George Zimmerman, who was acquitted last summer in the fatal shooting of an unarmed black teenager, Trayvon Martin, was released from jail on Tuesday after his arrest for an incident in which he is alleged to have pulled a shotgun on his girlfriend. Zimmerman was released by sheriff's deputies from a jail in Sanford, Florida, after posting bail. And after a court hearing, Zimmerman apparently thought his girlfriend was threatening him with a bag of Skittles and a bottle of iced tea. Eminem and his ex-wife Kim Scott Mathers have reportedly reconciled and her mother thinks the two might have even rekindled their romance. Kim's mother, Kathy Sluck, recently revealed to Radar Online that the monster rapper and her daughter see each other all the time and get along better than ever. He's currently building her a new mansion just five miles from his own house on Mile Road in Maycomb, Michigan, and writing an angry song about it. The DNA gleaned from two ancient Siberian skeletons is related to that of modern-day Native Americans and Western Eurasians, new research suggests. The genetic material from the ancient Siberians provides additional evidence that the ancestors of Native Americans made their arduous trek from Siberia across the Bering Strait into the Americas. Sarah Palin, the former Alaska governor, urged officials to erect a fence in her state to keep this from happening again. Representative Michelle Bachman said Tuesday that she and several of her Republican colleagues in the House of Representatives are considering suing President Obama for allowing plans canceled under the Affordable Care Act to be extended through 2014. According to Politico, Bachman, speaking at an event sponsored by the Heritage Foundation, whose plan it was all along, by the way, accused the president of violating the constitutional separation of powers by changing the health law through administrative means rather than consulting Congress. So quick review, Michelle Bachman, one of the people who whined the loudest about policies being canceled, wants policies canceled. Last week, Lucasfilm debuted a new image of director J.J. Abrams and producer Kathleen Kennedy as they stood by the famed blue-and-white astromech droid R2-D2 and confirmed that the beloved robot will indeed appear in the upcoming Star Wars Episode Seven movie. R2-D2 has had trouble finding suitable roles outside of the venerable science fiction franchise for years. 
And finally, the mastermind behind Silk Road, the underground website that trafficked in illegal drugs and forged documents allegedly prepared for a life on the run, including seeking citizenship on a Caribbean island, but will remain in jail until his trial. A U.S. magistrate judge in Manhattan on Thursday declined to grant bail for Ross Ulbricht, accused of operating the sprawling illegal online drugs and service bazaar. Ulbricht's lawyers sought bail, but changed their minds after finding out that he would only be able to pay it in bitcoins. And that's been fake news with me. Looking for a place to find unique and affordable gifts this holiday season? Head to HomeShirts.com, featuring logos of gone but not forgotten brands from Cincinnati, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, and St. Louis, as well as some beloved defunct sports teams from these towns. But you're saying, PF, I'm not from any of these cities, why would I care? Well, we have national logos as well, such as National Record Mart, Woolworths, Gold Circle, uh, brands that were all over the country as well. And what would be cooler than having a t-shirt of a defunct sports team from a great Midwestern city like Cincinnati or Cleveland or so on? So what I want you to do is simply head to homeshirts.com, and you can then look at either uh, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, or St. Louis. Use the promo code PFTR and get 20% off off. By the way, we also have some uh, nice beer shirts from uh, beer brands that were famous in these cities as well. So go to homeshirts.com, order a t-shirt, preferably from the Cleveland site because we make a few more bucks when you do it that way. But use the promo code PFTR to get 20% off any shirt on the Home Shirts website. It's been a while since we've done a bit called I Thought It Was Funny. And the way it works is, I know we've got a lot of new listeners uh, since the last time we've done this, but the way it works is I find something that uh, I think I can make a little joke out of, but it isn't enough to do like a full dumb bit or it doesn't really fit into fake news. So I just, uh, you know, set it up with whatever the situation is and then I have like a dumb punchline to it or something. And then it's followed by that rim shot that you heard back there. So uh, I actually give a double dose of it today, though. Uh, first of all, on uh, I thought it was funny is uh, I work for a financial company as my day job, and once a year you have to re-sign up for uh, medical benefits. And, um, and the same thing happened to me last year. I went to sign up. I went to the uh, website, the internal website, and there's no way to sign up for the benefits. I can see what benefits I have, but there's nowhere to click on to sign up for new benefits or to see what the options are or anything like that. And I tried different browsers, and it didn't work. Um, but I called the 800 number, and a nice gentleman helped me out, and we got everything sorted pretty quickly. Now, when I was not able to log on and click onto it, uh, what I didn't do was I didn't run around screaming that nobody in the company should have health care because the website doesn't work. So I thought it was funny. Okay, I thought it was funny, part two. Uh, fortuitous that uh, this bit kind of came up this week. I almost did uh, this last week, but I waited because we had a, a funnier bit uh, last week to do, and I wanted to wait and see if this one would get more traction. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a guy named Fat Boy Slim. Uh, you might know him uh, for his song uh, Praise You or the song Rockefeller Skank, which is, I think, more widely known as uh, Funk Soul Brother. Check it out now, Funk Soul with that cat, yeah. So... Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had a song in the top 10 in the UK, which, which staggered me because well, I, I like Fatboy Slim just fine. Uh, this song, it, I think, and I like EDM a lot, electronic dance music, as you'll find out, uh, coincidentally, when we talk to Wendy Liebman later. Anyway, um, so the song, I just can't understand why it was a hit, because this song is everything that is wrong with EDM. I'll give you a little blast of it here. 
Okay, so you got about 30 seconds of this, so I'm gonna skip ahead to uh, where the action takes place. So there was this DJ who was like kicking off. I don't know what he was doing, but it was sick, man. Like, he was like hands in the air. And then this cat walked in, you know, not like a cat, like a feline cat, like a real, like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying, dog, like cats and dogs. It was raining. It wasn't raining, we were raving. And I don't know whether he was really saying it. All he kept saying was eat, sleep, rave, repeat, 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 eat, So that's basically the whole song. Uh, it breaks down a little bit. It goes back to that down, 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 and the dude talks a little bit more in the middle. But yeah, that's basically the whole song. And again, that is really the... I think why people don't like EDM and why I'm kind of surprised that went to number three. Like I like, we had this discussion with Ted Adoviano a couple of weeks ago, Book of Love, you can uh, go back and, and look and uh, listen to that. It was very interesting. Uh, Ted, very old school from the 80 synth pop band Book of Love. And we were discussing how, you know, EDM has gotten cooler in that they've actually started to adopt song structures and they, they take the EDM elements, but they put them into song structures. So you have hooks and melodies and verses and choruses and things like that. So, but anyway, as I was listening to Eat, Sleep, Rave, Repeat, I got the idea for a song parody. But of course, since the song is really only 30 seconds long, uh, you know, there wasn't really a lot of work involved. So um, I was thinking, well, what what do we like to make fun of? Well, we like to make fun of Fox News, of course, right? So uh, I give you this. So I was watching Fox News and they were going off. I don't know what they were talking about, but it was like sick, man. Like they were poking fingers in the air. And his nut came on, you know, not like a nut, like an almond or a cashew, like a real, like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying, dog, like a hard nut to crack. He wasn't on crack, but he was cracked. And I don't know if he was really saying it, but all he kept saying was talk, yell, lie, repeat, talk, yell, lie, repeat, talk, yell, lie, repeat. And that's pretty much my whole song parody. Hey, I thought it was funny. Wendy Liebman has been doing stand-up comedy for 25 years, and you've seen her on all the late-night chat shows, David Letterman, Jay Leno, Johnny Carson, Craig Ferguson, Jimmy Kimmel, as well as Comedy Central, HBO, and Showtime. She currently has a one-hour special that you can get from her website, and she also hosts a radio show with a friend of hers, and apparently is an aficionado of electronic dance music. Here now is her interview with Wendy Liebman. Okay, joining us on PF's tape recorder, it's Wendy Liebman. Wendy, how you doing? I'm doing great. Oh, cool. It's although been... my dog is, although my dog just got really fat. Your dog got really fat. Uh, it... Yeah, he's getting fat, like holy, I'm lost. So what, what... <laughs> I don't know if you know that reference. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to remember. Um, what, what can you do about a thing like that? I don't know. Do they have Jenny Dog? Uh, they should. That's something they should be working on. You should. You should get on that. Or the Biggest Loser dog. There you go. No, remember. Remember, Hurley got fat. He kept getting fatter, but you never saw him eating. That's like my dog. I don't know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Out on the street, or yeah. Well, maybe it's something to do with all that time shifting. Uh, 
Exactly. Maybe like or, the, the, or else he's scalping lottery tickets somewhere. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, okay, so uh, boy, it's been a while since we uh, spoke. Um, so, what's new with you? First of all, I know you had a special uh, last year on Showtime, which is now available on your website. Well, we just sold it to a company that's going to put it out on Netflix and sell it to like airlines. So, um, so that's in the process. Yes, I. For one of my big birthdays, I'm not going to say which one it is because I'm not going to tell you how old I am. (laughs) I, instead of throwing a party, I threw a special and my husband produced it. We rented a theater. I invited everybody I knew from all walks of life. And um, it was one of the most, uh, it was was an awesome thing. It was completely surreal. And then we sold it to Showtime. So... That was the icing on the cake. Now, what it, as I recall, last time I spoke to you for City Pages, you were a, about to record this, I think, and uh, as part of the celebration, uh, the feature act was Terry Nunn off of Berlin. Was this the same special? It was, Terry. Yeah. Um, she was, I'm sorry? Uh, that, that's right. I'm, I'm remembering this correctly then. She wasn't the feature actually the friend who decided that as her gift to me, she wanted to play because it was, you know, my birthday party. So um, she played. And now since then I've become her co-host on her radio show, which is uh, on KCSN 88.5 in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. And yeah, the show is called Unbound and it's, Every Saturday from ten to midnight, I'm her comedic sidekick, and we just have a blast. Oh wow, really that's great! A- and I've gotten to um, learn about music in a way that I never have. Like now, I can communicate with my stepsons. Ah, there you go. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. That but is- we also play like electronic dance music, which I've never been into because I was I never went to a rave. Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> I really, I I know all the artists, and I'm just, it's opened up a different part of my brain now, so it's awesome, and I get to work with Terry on every week, and she just came out with a new CD, her band, her band is Berlin. Yes, from, I, uh, yeah. I didn't see them back in from the day, me. but um, I did see her, uh, she was on one of the Regeneration tours, and I think it was just her, I don't think Johnny Crawford joined her. Or Dave Diamond or any of them. I think it was just her and some and a, a new backing band, but she was touring as Berlin. So I did get to see her perform live a couple of years ago, which was cool. How did you guys get to be uh, get to be pals? It's a long story, and yes, that is that is Berlin now. It, you know how bands transform over oh, yeah. time. That that's the configuration now. Um, the new uh, musicians. This is a it's sort of a long story. I'll give you the nutshell version. Okay. Um, my husband went. To, my husband's a uh, composer. Uh, his dad and uncle were the, are the Sherman brothers who composed a lot of music for Disney. Yes, fascinating and, story there, too. Um, I'm sorry? Fascinating story there, too. Yes. And um, my husband, who's always been a writer, he wrote on a sitcom called Boy Meets World. And, oh, okay. Um, now he's working with Will Friedle, who played Eric, the older brother, oh, on wow. another pilot. Um, but my husband's also a musician, so he was going to a a night of um, musical theater 
scenes, like where people showcased their music. And he was there watching, but he couldn't find a seat. And so a guy waved his hand, saw my husband looking around for a seat and said, there's a seat here. So my husband sat down next to this man and they start talking. And my husband um, somehow said that his father and uncle had written the music for Mary Poppins which they just made a movie called Saving Mr. Banks, which is coming out um, now, which is about the uh, evolution of Mary Poppins. Although um, the Sherman brothers had a lot more to do with this um, than it's in the movie. But anyway, so this gentleman that he sat down next to said, oh my God, my sister, when she was a little girl, was obsessed with Mary Poppins. And he pulls out his phone, and on his phone is a picture of a five-year-old girl dressed as Mary Poppins, surrounded by the memorabilia, the paraf- you know, the yeah. parasol, and um, and he said, "This is my sister." And now she's an adult, and her name is Terry Nunn. I don't know if you've heard of her band Berlin. My husband, like, was in shock because he has always loved and her music so it was just this synergy where you know one of those miraculous things if he hadn't sat down then there um he never would have met elliot terry's brother and then we never would have met terry and then we just have all become really good friends so that was the evolution of that that is so cool and uh it's cool that you're uh, the nutshell version yeah (laughs) well that was very succinct uh it's cool about being into the the uh, electronic dance music or edm as the young people say um i've gotten more into it only because it seems the uh later stuff seems to be more song based it isn't just uh you know the over and over again it's actually you know uh notes and melodies and and things like that and so i've kind of become a, a fan of it uh, as well, so that's uh, that's really cool that um, right. They feature you, you know other songs. They yeah. incorporate them and they put their literally their spin on it. Um, I've never been to see, like they have these huge uh, music festivals where it's a yeah. lot of um, it's sort of ravey, I guess. And I've never been to one. Me neither. Um, <laughs> But I appreciate them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so we're talking about like Avicii and uh, Armin Van Buren and, and people like that. And uh, Calvin Harris. Yeah, Calvin and, Harris. Love Calvin Harris. Yeah. Wow, this is so cool. Tiesto <laughs> and Skrillex. Skrillex, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Skrillex used to be like uh, all metal, and then he, he got into the uh, EDM thing, I guess. I didn't I didn't realize that. But um. And some, the, uh, the amazing thing about them is a lot of them are like 23 years old. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what is... I would love to perform at one of those. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Not not singing or dancing. Right, right. Obviously. Doing some uh doing some comedy. Yeah, it's interesting, but it's it's I guess it's interesting too though is I think a lot of the uh the the, the later or like in the later in the newer EDM acts have a, a great reverence for people like Berlin and Depeche Mode and Book of Love and all like all the traditional synth pop bands we grew up with, and uh, so you right. kind of hear that coming through the music. Yeah, wow, that is so cool. And um, it's interesting because Terry's new CD, Animal, is she said she heard so much of the EDM music she wanted ah. to incorporate some of that in her. So her 
new CD. I'm, I'm not like here to pitch for CD, but it's oh, go for it, <laughs> and I love it. No, but, go for um, it. It, it's, it runs the gamut of ballads and dance music it's really great cool well we um we play music on the show a lot too so um especially like new and unsigned or sometimes a forgotten band so maybe we'll check that out and uh maybe even play some out of the interview here i think i can qualify awesome. for fair use yeah um so comedy wise uh what are you talking about these days i've always loved your stuff since i first saw you you're just such a great joke writer i mean i was immediately blown away when i first saw you uh, with you know, there's a lot of misdirection and stuff like that, which I'm a big fan of. But um, what what are you talking about these days? Um, well, what's interesting? I was watching. There was a special last night. Uh, David Blaine had a special, The Magician. Okay. And I I don't know if you if you saw it last night. No. It was sort of it was mind blowing. He had all these. Um, he did tricks for everybody from. Um, Olivia Wilde and Katy Perry and Harrison Ford to people on the street. Like he, it was uh, an hour and a half of illusions and just mind blowing, mind blowing. So at one point I had to do some work in my room and my stepson was still watching it. So I was just listening to it from the, from the next room. And I heard every time somebody was bamboozled, they laughed. So, um, I thought that is so interesting. It's kind of what I do. Yeah. I, <laughs> I know you asked me to, t- to tell you what I was talking about, like my jokes. You want to know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about myself, traveling, my husband, my stepsons, um, all of the above. The okay. fact that I can't cook. Uh, <laughs> I really can't cook. Like my husband found shells in his chicken the other day. So. <laughs> a really bad cook. Um, yeah, I tried to to bake cookie dough ice cream. I'm a really bad cook. But anyway, so I realized it's the same thing. Like, I, why do people laugh when they don't understand a magic trick? It's like they're surprised. Or, yeah. And I and I really feel like that's what I I want to do. I want to like entertain you so that you're going what. <laughs> um. So maybe that's the misdirection that you um, pointed out. Uh, I've been traveling a lot and I've been, you know, I've been performing a long time, maybe 28, 29 years. I am loving it again. I just have like rejuvenated um, experiences now. And I'm auditioning for America's Got Talent. Really? I am. I want to reach a bigger audience. Okay, cool. So, there you go. And win a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be very helpful. Yeah. Now, is, yeah. is, is that a, is that a case? I mean, you you have a career though, so I mean, you've been you've been doing it. But they is you can even even your professional stature, you can you can enter America's Got Talent. Well, I worried about that because I've been on Letterman and Fallon and yeah. the Tonight Show, and they it didn't matter because I guess some of the people already have. CDs out and recording contracts and have performed in Vegas and I guess that's not a disqualifying factor so they said no hmm. so I, I guess could audition you just basically have to be yeah. an American and have talent 
Exactly. And, and okay, <laughs> there you go. I guess Star Search was like that too. There were some people that uh, back in the day that had, uh, I guess, like when Dennis Miller and all the and, and kind of that group were on. They they'd already done some stuff. So uh, yeah, I guess it's not. And wait, I, what was like that already? Star, uh, Search. Star Search. Yeah, back in the day, because yeah, because a lot of people came out yeah. of that, and they they'd already done a few things. They'd been touring uh, comedians. And I guess uh, Last Comic Standing too, but that's I guess more of a. You kind of know that those people are mostly, you know, professional. Com- you ever try out for that one? I never did. I heard it's coming back. I'm not sure if it's true. Um, but I, lo- I personally love watching those shows and all the singing competitions. And we actually just went to, my family just went to see The Voice. Oh, yeah? Which I'm sort of obsessed with. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We went two nights ago. Um, and just, I just love, I love, I I don't love the early, um, episodes where it's kind of mocking the people who try out and aren't really that great, but the voice doesn't do that as much as American Idol or the X Factor. Um, but yeah, I just love seeing new talent like that and um, as I said some of these people already are on records and stuff but right. that doesn't matter it's just that we haven't heard of them yet that's true and there's some amazing talent on this year I don't know if you watch them no um, sometimes we'll put it on just to kind of watch and, and also America's Got Talent another one we'll put on occasionally we're not like uh, real followers. We used to be do the idol thing, but we got we got bored with that. And but I'm, I'm left, like you. I'm of two minds with that. It's like in some cases you think, well, like Kelly Clarkson, even though she was singing demos for um, uh, Carol King and her husband, uh, she mm-hmm. kind of had a career, but she still never would have been discovered hadn't it been for that show. And same thing with Carrie Underwood. She'd gone to Nashville and recorded some demos. Yeah, but that would would have might have exactly. been the end of it hadn't it been for that show. So yeah, I mean, and Fantasia, Fantasia, I've seen. Oh yeah. Her perform live twice just randomly I mean not yeah just randomly bizarrely I've gotten to see her twice she's the best performer I've ever seen live people are on their feet by the end of every song she sings um yeah I don't know if she would have been discovered so yeah I I I totally understand what you're saying about being of two minds about it but maybe that's just the way it is now. Yeah, I think with comedy, it's, it's a, not the only road. It's not the only. Oh, road sure. In, yeah, but yeah. It's one road. In. It is. Yeah. It is. There's and, like there are two amazing, or five amazing singers on The Voice this year that just blow my mind. <laughs> and I think it's singing, I sing in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was. Uh, I'm trying to get my daughter to try out for her uh, school. It's going to be Annie is the school play this year, and uh, she's going to try out. And she's like, I don't know, but I'm like, I I hear you sing, and you have a way better voice than I. I, mean, I fancied myself a singer back in the day, and we, I was in a band and stuff. I was horrible, absolutely, ter- even with processing over my voice, it was just rubbish. But I said, I just hearing you sing naturally, I know you can do it. So hopefully she'll pursue it, and uh, and you know get a part in the How old is in the she? play. She is uh, ten. She's going to be ten in February. When my stepson was about her age, he was Daddy Warbucks. Oh, in Annie. Oh. Yeah, he wore the bald cap. Oh, neat. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah, we saw so. Our, I, I love high school musicals. I oh really yeah, do. yeah. My other daughter's going to try out for a play. I think today, as a matter of fact, it's uh, Anything Goes. She's trying out for. 
So, and she's uh, 16. I was always in the play. I was always, I was Eliza Doolittle and My Fair Lady. Oh, I was neat. Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. So that's how I started feeling like I could perform when oh. I was younger. Now I don't have that voice anymore, but I love being on stage. And as I said, I, so I love performing. So. What did you? Well, good luck to your both your daughters. Oh, thank you. Um, so, what did you get um, interested in, in comedy as a performing vehicle? Because I know you went to college for uh, and then got out with a, well, I think it was a psychology degree. You told me last time. And uh, how, how did comedy come out of that? Um, when I was at college, I auditioned for a few plays, and one was called Uncommon Women and Others, and it was about an all girls college I was at an all girls college and it was uh, a play about an all girls college reunion and um, the woman who directed and produced it um, she's actually out here in LA she's a big casting director now but anyway she cast me to play the funny kind of maybe catatonic autistic philosophy major and I had all the funny lines at the end of every scene. Oh, okay. And like I had the scene button. So um, like somebody would say, how does Carter, that was my character's name, how does Carter eat so much and never gain any weight? And I would say something like, uh, I throw up immediately after. <laughs> so I just was very dry and I got laughs and it was the first time I got laughs on stage and I oh. I probably got that that bug. <laughs> and then as you remembered, I was gonna be a psychologist and I one night I took the mail in from the wrong apartment building. I was living in Boston after college and um there was a course catalog for an adult ed school, like the Learning Annex, but it was the Cambridge Center for Adult Ed. And I saw there was a class called How to Be a Stand-Up Comedian, and it was like bells and buzzers went off in my head because I had never heard of such a thing. But I also, uh, it just resonated on a deeper level for me when I read that. I thought, ooh, that would be fun. <laughs> and I took the class, and... um yeah. And then I started, I mean, I kept my day job for six years while doing stand up at night. But um, yeah, 29 years later. There you go. All right. Well, thank you, man. Hopefully, we'll see you down here in Cincinnati sometime soon uh, as well. Uh, have you ever been to Cincinnati before? I don't recall ever. I have. I worked at the improv there or the okay. Funny Bone. They're owned yeah. by the same people. Yeah, yeah. But, um, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I did. I worked there about a year and a half ago. Okay, huh? I don't know. I didn't see good. We definitely would have gone down to see you because I know my wife would enjoy you as well. It's uh, she has that same kind of uh, sense of humor. So, well, uh, hope we'll have you back. And where's this gonna be? This is gonna be for City Pages in Minneapolis in print, and then on my podcast uh, online. So, the podcast will drop this Sunday. The City Pages piece will run the week you're in Minneapolis in print and online. Awesome. Thank you yeah. so much. I really, really appreciate it. And I hope I get to talk to you again. Yes, terrific. Okay, well, this is a lot of fun. Thanks for doing this. And good luck to your daughters. Okay. I, I hope they do. It's such a great experience. Awesome. I, I will tell them of your endorsement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Wendy. Thanks, Bye-bye. Right, bye. 
Thanks again to Wendy Liebman for being on the show. You can catch Wendy December 3rd through 8th at Harris Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada, and December 10th through 14th at the Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis. For all things Wendy Liebman, go to wendyliebman.com. And you are listening in the background there to Berlin's brand new single, Animal. It is the title track to their new album. I feel like Zane Lowe right now. Uh, cool. Let me know what you think of it right now. Contact us on Facebook or Twitter at PF66. Let me know what you think of the brand new single. It's the hottest record in the world tonight from Berlin, Animal. Uh, anyway, remember, visit our friends at Ross Rants. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, let me see. What else do we have to get to? Um, oh, Berlin's website, if you want to go to. They suggest that you go to their Facebook page, which is just simply uh, Berlin Band. You can just, uh, well, links to it on the Podbean page, of course. But just look at Berlin Band in Facebook, and it'll take you right to it. We will also link to Wendy and uh, Terry's radio show there on 88.5 FM in Los Angeles. Uh, she should check that out as well. And then other than that, uh, oh, visit Home Shirts Cleveland website. Get yourself some vintage T-shirts. Even if you're not from the Midwest of the United States, we've got a great defunct sports teams, uh, beer, T-shirts, all kinds of fun stuff, homeshirts.com. And then other than that, so long and thanks for listening. Yeah.